It's Monday. Time for some jazz. I hope you're feeling good. I hope you had a good weekend. Ordinarily, I would produce this show and have it up for you on a Sunday, but I uh, was struck with a terrible migraine on Sunday, which sidelined me from a lot of things I was planning on doing. Sometimes that happens. But that's okay. I'm back and feeling considerably better today. So, it's another beautiful day on this earth, and I'm happy to have it. Let's start things off with the gentleman from Wolverhampton, England. This is Mr. Dave Holland, the Dave Holland's trio, with Kevin Eubanks and Obed Calvert. This is from his latest album, which is due to be released on May 28th. This is Another Land. Thank you. 
the great Dave Holland, along with Kevin Eubanks and Obed, Obed Sevri. I screwed up that name. Terribly sorry. Of course, Kevin, uh, Kevin Eubanks, you may remember, is the former uh, leader of the Tonight Show band when uh, Jay Leno was the host for a few years. Obed Calvert is the drummer on that. I'm terribly sorry for mixing up his name. Too many notes in front of me trying to keep uh, too many things under control. So Mr. Dave Holland, uh, originally from Wolverton, Wol- Wolverhampton, Staffordshire, in England. He has lived in the United States for 40 years now. And he has worked with pretty much everyone there is in jazz. He's been active uh, since 1964. So he started recording when he was merely 18 years of age. Started out learning the ukulele and then moved on to um, guitar and later bass guitar. He quit school at the age of 15 to pursue music in a pop band, but uh, he soon gravitated towards jazz. I think we're better off for it. He, of course, was a huge fan of my favorite jazz player of all time, Mr. Oscar Peterson, and has jammed and played with uh, quite literally a who's who of jazz. He appears on the albums In a Silent Way in Bitches Brew by Miles Davis, two monumental albums in jazz music. He's also played with Stan Getz, Thelonious Monk, and... Bonnie Raitt. So the man is very well-rounded and highly respected. He's on about 200 recordings in total, and he does have his own record company, actually. It's called, um, what's it? Dare, Dare Two. It's an own independent record label. He plays the cello as well as the guitar. So, as I said, very well-rounded musician, highly respected as well. Excuse me, little little dry throat today. I'm going to need a um, a lozenge. I feel had a terrible migraine yesterday that really set me back. Still not a hundred percent, but that's okay. So this album, as I stated earlier, is uh, due for release on the 28th of May this year, featuring, as I said, Kevin Eubanks and Obed uh, Calvert that uh, the album is titled, um, the album and uh, track you just heard share the same title, Another Land. So look for it. It will be available uh, as a full release on Spotify for streaming. You can order a uh, limited edition colored and numbered double vinyl with a signed postcard. Compact disc, of course, with a signed postcard or... If you like, you can get a 96 kilohertz, 24-bit wave file, which is available for download at nine pounds sterling. You'll have to do the conversion or look for it online. I don't feel like doing any mathematics today. <laughs> this is a jazz show, not a math show. So for our next artist today, I'm going to feature a young man uh, from Barcelona. Barcelona. Grigory Hollis, uh, Gregory, I guess you could say, but is spelt with an I, G-R-E-G-O-R-I, Grigory. He was trained, uh, he's jazz trumpet player, and he was trained at the uh, prestigious College of Music, E-S-M-U-C, which would be something in Spanish. <laughs> I'm not even going to try and, and correct it. So I'm going to 
cue this track up and play it for you while I try and correct a uh, technical glitch that I'm having in my headphones. This is uh, from his most recent album. This is Landing from the album Landing, Grigory Alas.
Gregory Hollis from The Landing Project. Grigory. Now, Grigory, a very young man. He's um, just, it's just about to turn 27. So, he's been playing for quite some time. Even though he's very, very young, he started, started very, very young. And sounds like he's been playing for 40 years. But no, no, that's not the case. Uh, he's barely 27. <laughs> Now, The Landing Project, um, six recording artists together, six musicians, including Grigory, and the the idea behind the project was they wanted to focus on um, sort of mixing uh, modern-sounding Mediterranean flamenco jazz with a mixture of New York Latin jazz. I think they've succeeded, quite frankly. I'm going to have a listen to the entire record. This is the only cut I've heard off of it thus far, and um, so far I'm, I'm digging it. I'll give the entire album a listen later today. I have some other recording I have to do after this show, but I, uh, I really quite like it. I'd love to tell you a whole lot about Grigory, but there's not a lot of information about him. He's a young guy, ridiculously good-looking. <laughs> he really is. Um, so, if you know anything about uh, Spaniards, they tend to be uh, rather passionate individuals. My friend Annie can attest to that. Uh, she has uh, family. Uh, she, Annie is from Montreal, but her family all immigrated from Spain. So when I would watch a uh, Spanish national team football match, let's just say the passion was on full display. Um, Spaniards are crazy soccer fans. <laughs> But they're also great jazz lovers, as evidenced by that. And of course, don't forget, some of Miles Davis's best stuff was written while he was in Barcelona. And there's a story I've, I've relayed in the past about a, a fellow I used to know a long time ago who ended up spending an entire summer when he was 17 hanging out with Miles Davis. I'll tell that story again someday when I feature a Miles track. But for now... Moving along rather quickly today, um, this is a, a track from a gentleman I've never featured before, and this is uh, the title of the song is one for Guidi. I don't know who Guidi is, but I'll see if I can find that out for you. This is Mr. Uh, Benjamin Herman. Thank you. 
swings, doesn't it? That's Benjamin Herman. Originally from London in the UK, but he was raised at the, from the age of eight onwards in uh, the Netherlands. So he has Dutch citizenship and is well known throughout the Netherlands as one of the premier alto sax players. Not sure who Guidi is, though. Now that uh, song you just heard was off his most recent release, which is a three-song EP, which was uh, just released this past Friday. So some brand new jazz for you today. Now Benjamin turns 53 on May 9th of this year, so he's just just barely two months, almost two months older than I am. Yet he's a brilliant musician, and I'm just a guy who speaks into the ether. <laughs> but I'm not comparing myself. That's a fool's folly, and I shan't do that. He is a brilliant player, though. And uh, he started, I guess, when he was about, from what I understand, 12, 13 years of age. He started to play the sax. And at 13, he was already playing on the professional club circuit. you got to remember the Netherlands are a little bit different than Canada. They're, um, well, they, they focus on music, music education in a way that um, other countries don't necessarily do it. Well, I shouldn't say that. Um, most of Scandinavia has a very strong art school type mentality, as, as well as the UK, hence some of the great artists we've had from that, that part of the world over the last 70 years. So back in 1993, Mr. Herman started uh, something called the New Cool Collective, which is an eight-piece uh, band with influences from jazz, soul, and Latin music. Now, he, he composes the music for the band, and they have the, uh, a larger New Cool Collective big band, and he leads both of them. They have a total of 12 full-length albums out. Most recently was released in uh, 2018? Yes, New Cool Collective 25. It's the title of the album. Um, you should check them out if, if you like what you just heard. New Cool Collective is a little bit different, but it's not too far off from that. If you like... Um, I know that it's, the Netherlands aren't necessarily part of Scandinavia, but it is Northern Europe. So there's sort of that similar vibe that you'd, you'd hear with Danish bands. At least that's my take on it. Perhaps you'll hear something different. But they, like I said, there's the big band collective, the New Cool Collective, which is a 19-piece lineup, along with the, the uh, what do you call an eight-piece? Not an, A septet would be seven. Well, I just can't remember the, the word for it today. Uh, I'm still suffering, I think, from yesterday's terrible, terrible migraine. I know it's no excuse, but at least you can understand. Maybe. Maybe you've never had to suffer from that. Not a lot of information on this uh, Spotify page. It just says, working hard over here, lots of new stuff on the way. <laughs> and then it directs you to his webpage. Um, and, and you can find quite a bit of information about the, the gentleman on his webpage and their entire catalog of music that they've released up to date. So if you like what you just heard and you're looking for more, I suggest you, you head on over to um, benjaminherman.nl, NL, of course, for Netherlands, where uh, you can find his entire catalog. Okay, so going to change change the... Um, the vibe from very up-tempo jazz to, well, this, which is, you make up your own mind, you tell me what you think. Um, this is, uh, now I'm going to try and get his name correct. Uh, 
Makiko Hirabayashi. I hope I got that correct. Makiko Hirabayashi. Title of this composition is Winter Landscape in Black.
from her most recent album, released just last week, Winter Landscape in Black. Now, uh, Makiko, 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 I'm not sure, I think it's Makiko, was originally born in Tokyo, and she started to uh, play piano at the age of four. But uh, she lived in Hong Kong for five years, which had a lasting impact on her life. At the age of 20, she won a scholarship to uh, the Berklee College of Music in Boston to study film scoring. But she she soon found that her her interest had shifted more towards uh, improvising and composing. Now her background, multicultural background, of course, is very much reflected in her musical diversity. She's been a resident of Denmark since 1990, where she has uh, very much made her name on the uh, Danish and Scandinavian jazz scene. Highly respected player, composer, an artist, just a brilliant, brilliant individual. She's released a multitude of albums over the years as um, both a solo artist and as part of a trio, the trio with uh, Marilyn Mazur and Klaus Hoffmann. They've released about a dozen albums in total. But this most recent album, which, um, like I said, it just, just released last week, is a slight departure for her. I'm a, I'm a new convert for certain. I'm always discovering new music, and that's one of the beautiful things about uh, putting this show together is, is how much new music I get exposed to on a regular basis. It reminds me of the days when I used to work in a nightclub as a DJ, when I was always experiencing and, and hearing new music. Having been away from that for a couple of years, um, this has given me a whole new outlook and a whole new avenue to find new music. Now, Ms. Hirabayashi has been involved in a number of projects over the years. The Makiko Hirabayashi Trio, which I just told you about, bassist Klaus Hoffman, and uh, drummer, percussionist, and occasional vocalist Marilyn Mazur. The Weavers, which was a project, um, a quartet involving uh, Makiko, uh, of course, on piano with Tomia Henderson on bass, Bjorn Hebald, drums and percussion, and uh, Frederick Luden, uh, tenor saxophonist. And another project that she's been involved with, um, very different, it's called Bespeak. It's a collective of uh, five musicians mm, yeah, on a, very much on a musical adventure. They, they feature a lot of electronic instruments and electronic effects supplemented with jazz harmonies. It's worth a look. It's not for everyone and not for your average jazz fan for sure, but I think you might like it if you have a listen. And of course, she had the uh, the, the duo with Bob Rockwell a few years back. Uh, they released a full album, and um, that was kind of it. For the most part, it's the trio where all of her music is sort of focused. Okay. I have one more track for you today. Um, this is uh, a composition from Mr. Dave Garfield. And this is titled Hunting Heads. Have a listen. I hope you enjoy it. 
Savage, Mr. David Garfield, written in tribute to his um, uh, iconic friend, uh, jazz impresario master, Herbie Hancock. Now, that is the upcoming album. That's the single off the upcoming album, Stretching Outside the Box. I do realize that it's more of a jazz fusion piece, but I thought I would try something different today. I think you could definitely hear the Herbie Hancock influence in there. As Dave is playing, um, he's blending jazz piano into the Fender Rhodes electric piano, the clavinet, and the electronic synthesizers all in there. Kind of a, a brilliant piece of music. I do realize it's not for everybody, and it is a departure from the normal type of jazz that I play on this show. This is more of a hard bop to a bebop type show. But I thought I would give that a go because I quite like it when I first heard it um, just the other day. And it is a new release. The album, that uh, song has been out for a few weeks, but the album is due out, I think, in May. I'm not sure. I don't have a, a final release date. Of course, Mr. Dave Garfield has been around and on the scene for a number of years. And, and he was saying that how he had crossed paths and played on the same stage with Herbie Hancock for a 30-year period, and he never really spoke to him <laughs> beyond just, hey, great show. That was kind of it, you know. He, uh, he said, I was just too shy and nervous. He goes, this, was, this man was my musical hero, so I never ever wanted to either upstage him or even pick his brain because I just felt so in awe. And I think I can understand that. I don't recall the last time that happened to me, but I know that it has at some point in my life. And I have no doubt uh, at some point in your life, something along the lines has happened to you. Very similar, where you meet somebody who is your, your business hero, musical hero, sports hero, whatever the case may be, and you find yourself in awe of them. Especially if it's somebody that um, their work contributed to your life's work you know, influenced you to the point where you entered into the same field. So I can understand how how he would have felt about that by first meeting Herbie Hancock. This entire album, like I said, Stretching Outside the Box, is uh, due out, I, th- I believe it's in May, and the entire al- album is written as a, a tribute to uh, Herbie Hancock. So if you like the jazz fusion, like that, have a check. Go go look at... Look at <laughs> Go have a look for it. It should be out, like I said, in May. Okay, um, I don't know if I'll play any more Jazz Fusion in the future. Maybe there's a couple of other tracks I'd like to feature, but I don't really want to upset anybody. And as I said, this is mostly a hard bop to a bebop style show, very traditional. Just because that's the music that moves me the most. Although, the odd fusion piece every now and then. Sort of a Prince influence, I guess you could say. All right. I hope you've enjoyed our time together today, and uh, I will have another show for you soon. I've got a couple of more projects I've got to put together, and I'm going to be working on show number 89 for the main series. Till we meet again, my friends. You take care. Talk to you soon.